Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag college football. Oh, there's tons. You're looking at perfecting his game. It's, there's a few plays that he wishes he could improve on, and there's also opportunity to get better blocking, catching the ball. All those things matter, but what I really want him to do is, is step up and become the leader that we started to see already since the end of the season, him being a vocal leader, and that's not his deal, but he's getting out of his comfort zone. He's learning how to become a leader, and the players are really taken to him as, as a leader. They, they love following him, and, and it's not really that difficult when you're a guy that just does everything right and works extremely hard, so we just need him to keep mentoring these young guys along and being uh, one of the main leaders on our team and, and so far he's doing a good job. That's Kalani Sataki, BYU's head coach, talking about running back Tyler Algier. Coming up a thousand yard season, one of the better players on the team. Can he turn him into a leader? Make him more vocal? Or you are who you are, PK. Ah, that stuff. Just, just win games, man. You need to be vocal. You need to be led. I, I want 22 leaders. That would be good if you had that. Lead yourself to the best you can be. I don't need nobody to lead me. Clemson's got a new leader. They got a new quarterback. DJ Ugalale. How'd I do? Yak. I took a deep breath and then dove in. Uyunga Lale. Uyunga Lale. Uyunga Lale. Yeah. Silent somewhat. Partnered with Dr. Pepper. He's going to appear in their Fansville ad campaign throughout the 2021 college football season this fall. The company announced that Wednesday. We were just talking about this in the last day or two. Lots of guys are getting local deals, but some guys are going to get national deals and get a lot more money. And will that just keep the balance of power that's gotten out of whack over the last decade out of whack? It seems like it probably (laughs) will. I don't think this changes anything. No, it's been out of whack, so it doesn't change it. Keeps Clemson dominant. So what are you asking? Will there be national ads for our star players outside of the top two, three, four teams? Fine, sure, but who cares? It's not going to change who wins the most. More than five years after Baylor fired football coach Art Browse in response to a scathing review of the university's handling of sexual assault allegations made against students, including football players, the NCAA ruled on Wednesday that Browse and the university didn't violate its rules by their inaction. So they get four years probation, they impose some recruiting restrictions against the program, and fine them $5,000. So the real penalty was Art got fired. That was the real penalty. Well, that's a penalty to Art. Right. Sucks for art. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. NFL preseason. We've had one game, the Hall of Fame game. It gets underway in earnest tonight. Two games. The Washington football team and the New England Patriots. Also the Steelers playing the Eagles. I told you it's the pigskins. Say it into existence. (laughs) 
The Indianapolis Colts get some good news. It appears that quarterback Carson Wentz and Pro Bowl guard Quentin Nelson are trending towards being available for the season opener after they underwent operations last week to repair the same foot injury. The original timeline was 5 to 12 weeks. Apparently that surgery went well and it's going to be the short end of that timeline. Get their guys back. I thought it would be more along the 4 to 13 one. Yeah. 4 to 13 instead of 5 to 12? Yeah. Lot for him to be wrong in both directions, huh? And it's going to end up being like 6.2. That's great. And then how long will Carson Wentz be able to stay out there? Four quarters. He has had more seasons impacted by injury than not. So Has he? Yeah, I think it's three out of five. After consecutive days of throwing, Cowboy quarterback Dak Prescott has experienced no residual soreness in his right shoulder. Had a strain there. He hopes to return to practice on a full-time basis next week and maybe play August 21st against Houston. If everything keeps progressing the way it's been, I'm going to be optimistic about that, Prescott said. Keep doing the things I need to do, being very cautious with it, though, making sure, more importantly, that I'm ready for the season opener. And he's still got a month to get ready for that. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz Summer League team beat the Dallas Mavericks 81-80 in double overtime. Jazz will be back in action tomorrow against the Heat, 3 o'clock on ESPNU. That was crazy drama at the end of that, PK. They blew a seven-point lead. So you watched. I was told about that part. I did not see the fourth quarter. I was flicking around and hit it in overtime. fourth quarter? You didn't see the fourth quarter? No, I flicked in for overtime. Who told you? Nobody has channel surfing. You just said I was told by that. Well, the announcer of the game oh. said it was a 10-3 run. Did I like, tell I, you? I tuned in. I tuned in for the uh, the three-pointer that Elijah Hughes hit. He was out because of concussion. That's why he didn't play. Concussion protocol. Yeah, I know that. Well, you said he didn't play in that game, so that was bad for him. So. But he played last night. Who cares about before? Stay he did. Current. And he hit the three at the end of the fourth quarter after a 10-0 run. Got him to overtime. And then Dallas made a mess of the last 30 seconds and... Jazz won a double overtime on a free throw. Such as it is, Dallas. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, Forrest looked good again. And as Bouquet blocked a whole bunch of shots. Six blocks for him. And I had a uh, – Forrest missed a free throw, and he had a – or, no, excuse me, Elijah Hughes missed a free throw. He had the offensive rebound and the putback dunk to tie it. But then the free throw form you were talking about reared its ugly head because he was fouled on the dunk and he had a chance to hit the go-ahead free throw and – it's not happening. Nope. He shot a line drive at the hoop, and that wasn't going in. I mean, it's happenstance if it goes in. It's 3 o'clock tomorrow on ESPNU if you want some more Summer League basketball. The Jazz and the Heat. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Longtime NBA veteran J.R. Smith is enrolled at North Carolina A&T, and he wants to join the historically black university men's golf team. Has to be cleared by the NCAA. Seems like that ought to be able to happen, right? And they're long past the point where you can be pro in one sport and playing another. Now he's got NIL stuff. I want to see why he wouldn't get cleared. Yeah, what do you think about him taking the spot of a young black kid who needs to be on that team? That wouldn't be great. I hope that's not the case. I his, get it. He's his, into golf. It's in yeah. his blood. It's been in his blood. I understand that. He I went, have it too. He went straight from high school to college. So he hasn't... Straight from excuse high school me, to the pro. From high school to the pro. So he hasn't been to college. He hasn't started his eligibility clock. Probably give you a walk on and pay his own way, you know. 
Yes, but you have Title IX there. I know, and uh, so even even that still causes issues. Yep. I hope it doesn't do that for for him to get some kicks out of it. Maybe it doesn't. If it doesn't, fine. But if it does, it seemed to me that uh, somebody who could use that spot, but squeeze maybe it doesn't. Squeezing an 18 or 19-year-old. Maybe out. it doesn't play to that, and so it doesn't matter. Spurs assistant coach Becky Hammond told the Associated Press she hopes for a time when it is normal for women to interview for head coaching positions in the NBA, and their gender isn't the story. It's huge and important. It's something that can't be just checking the box. You have to hire the best person. Half the world's population has not been tapped for their mind and ability and skill sets in the sports world. It's something that needs to change. Half the population? So what is she saying? All women haven't been tapped? Right. Okay, how about the Miami Marlins have a a leader at the top who's female? I think she was talking about NBA coaches, but to the bigger point, Amy Trask uh, ran uh, the Raiders for a while. Well, isn't the Spurs? The Spurs are on the clock for her. Because you would think when you have success, you promote from within. And since Popovich is over 70, yeah, he's going to be stepping down at some point, especially since they're going into the full rebuild. They kind of tried to manage it on the fly, and that's trended in the wrong direction. I don't think they would hire someone to check a box. I don't think there's ever going to be enough pressure to do that. Yeah, when she said check the box, I don't know if she was referencing to uh, having someone to interview. Uh, we interviewed someone, so we can say we checked that box. Or if she's talking about literally hiring the best person, because that's where she went afterwards. I think she was talking about hiring. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Move over Tom Seaver. Corbin Burns ties a Major League record, strikes out 10 consecutive batters. In a game the Brewers dominated, they blew out the Cubs 10 to nothing. 10 in a row, PK. They couldn't touch him. Dominant. Had it going. Yeah, he's been good. That's excellence in one game. Excellence over career. Miguel Cabrera hit home run number 499. His Tigers beat the Orioles 5 to 2. 500, legendary mark. Bet off the top of your head, you can name a bunch of guys who had 500 homers. It's a big, round, glorious number. I can only name Albert Pujols, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds. <laughs> okay. You can't name Babe Ruth or Hank Aaron or Willie Mays. Dodgers losing Mookie Betts, going on the injured list. He's had hip problems. They won without him. Dodgers beat the Phillies 8-2. Cody Bellinger hit a couple of home runs. Belly's getting hot. He's got four in the last four games, man. Otani's been cooling off. Just had his longest stretch of the year without a home run. But he hit his 38th, which is still tops in the major leagues. He's only hit five since the All-Star break. Dodgers win. Keeps pace with the Giants. Giants hit four homers, beat the Diamondbacks 7-2. They got it. They got it going on. Bees open a series against the Sacramento Rivercats tonight at Smith's Ballpark at 635. Get your tickets at slbs.com. Coverage begins here on The Zone with Steve Klauke at 620. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. 
Coming up, Matt George, host of the Locked on Kings podcast, will join us to discuss Hassan Whiteside has moved from Sacramento to Utah. Statistically, that was not a good year last year, but with their extenuating circumstances, will Whiteside be more the player he was two or three years ago as opposed to what he did with the Kings? We'll talk with Matt George about that. And also, got the Utah State star, Nina Keita there. So we'll talk about his transition to the pros. Greg Rubel, play-by-play voice of the BYU Cougars, will join us coming up at 9 o'clock. That's all on the way right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Big Show show. with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. He is the athletic director at the University of Utah. Mark Harlan with us here on The Big Show. I want to get your thoughts on realignment. I'd be interested to hear your perspective on where you think we're going. I like to think things don't surprise me anymore, and that one certainly did. I've had time to reflect, and it probably shouldn't surprise me based on Big 12 members having to commit to grants of rights and those kind of things. And Obviously, those two schools made a decision for their future. I love the approach our commissioner, George Klyovkov, has taken on this. That you know, It's silly not to listen. I think that's leadership. I think you should listen. And those schools that are interested in talking to the Pac-12, I'm excited about what the future is for our league. We've got 12 great schools, and I think our commissioner's approach to this makes a lot of sense. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7, presented by Big O' Tires, the team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK in the Morning is proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Time. Proudly presented. That's what it says. Proudly presented. I'm Shoulders back. I heard you. I like it. Jaw jutting out. Very nice. Question of the day. We got two of them. We got multiple things going on. But one of them, Joe Ingles came on our air less than 24 hours ago. We just replayed it for you uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. Joe said when he heard about the trade rumors involving himself, he said it pissed me off. Would you rather the Jazz try to win the title or trade him to try to get a better shot? At the championship. What would you prefer? Eric, trade him. He's a defensive liability. Gray, Joe's a deep threat and ball handler. He's a jazz man. Keep him here. The audience is divided, PK. Right out of the gate. What's funny is that Joe did not go to college but he, must, he might have the most collegian connection to the Jazz of any player in Jazz history who wasn't the bona fide slam dunk superstar. Define the collegian connection. One of our guys. Yeah, you feel like he's your guy. He cho- came up Came on the team, was a walk-on, <laughs> and rose to stardom. And the proverbial, I bleed whatever colors the Jazz are these days. Green and blue yeah. and white and copper. Yellow. Yellow. And Spurs bold, I guess. on a, just an unbelievable fan connection. Yeah. There's never been a player like this. And his wife's in the community, and because of the situation with Australia, they, they locked down at the drop of a hat. You have, they're, they have to stay in this country, and they have to stay here. Obviously, they're going to stay in the country, they're going to stay here. We already heard Mike Conley, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been back in Columbus, Ohio. These players can't get out of town fast enough. 
and gone. And there's no r- problem with them getting out of town fast enough. They're, if they're, they're not from here, you go home, wherever your home might be. I have no problem with that. But Joe, his American home is here. After the Olympics, he flies here and has steaks waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> on his Traeger Mrs. Ingalls Tomahawks no less the kids the teachers at school can't believe he doesn't have the gold me- or uh, bronze medal with him as he said there's nobody else like that the, the, the statues did they run back to Salt Lake City when they won their gold mm, no they went home quickly and because of circumstances home is here and it's further strengthened and deepened the roots i mean we might have joe ingles boulevard soon <laughs> the ingles plaza Ooh, i like it he's come on the air and told his story every week for years he's had time for fans and they have bonded to him because of that unlike anything that we've ever seen. Everything in sports is going the other direction. Tell fewer stories, have less time, interact less, stay behind the gates or stay behind the walls. All of that in all of sports, college and pro, football and basketball, across the board, everything's trending the other direction. Joe's going the other way. And people warm to him because of it. So it's a collegiate connection. And he didn't go to college. That's crazy. Yeah, and when you say collegiate collection, you really mean that, that kind of in the 20th century meaning of that. Oh, I think that some, that, I think players in college have a great connection. Uh, s- some do, but some the, do, the transferring, yes. it's all accelerating. Fine, but, still, but there's still some that do. Yeah, I mean, I think the Utes felt so great to see these kids from Florida come here and stay here the whole time and call themselves Utes. Absolutely. And I think it warms their hearts when Kalani says, this is the team I rooted for as a kid. This is the team I played for. This is where I want to be. Yeah, I think that they get all warm and fuzzy over that stuff. Sure, so there might be 98%, but as long as there's some, it's plenty good enough. And they feel that deep connection. And we're going to have Rubel on. I mean, he's Joe Cougar, right? He has a deep affection for his alma mater, naturally so. He's old school. And they've, I don't, man. You don't think so? Well, I think there's two things with announcers. They either have it or they pretend to have it because they want to keep employment. Mm-hmm. And they're exposed for those who pretend to have it. It's just but he because went there. that's your job. He went there. Yeah. And so he's not he's looking got to go that. anyplace else. No. He's, he's a lifer. Right. Hence old school. And. Well, I mean, but you can, if you, I'm not going to argue with that, whatever. I mean, you can have somebody today who's a a hardcore cougar and that's who they're going to be the rest of their lives. So if you, whatever on that one, I disagree, but you can have your own opinion on that. I think they're still churning him out. The guy who paints his face and there'll be a new generation in 15, 25, 30 years. The people who go to the games now, if you're in your 60s, are likely to be dead and you'll be replaced by others who are in that same boat. So I, fans are fans. I don't think it's ever changed. 
and the connection there. And Greg clearly is a fan. Doesn't mean he can't do his job to an a great high level. I'm not that that has nothing to do with it. But you know that that's his team, man. That's his program. He really wants them to win. It matters to him. And I think that with Joe, the folks out there, they want him to be a part of the winning. Yes, and if you could get someone to make it better, sure. But there's no guarantees on that. Armin, Joe fits well with the group the Jazz have and contributes accordingly. I understand him getting upset, but after all, this is business, and owners are obligated to do what is good for the team. Marlissa, I believe Joe will help us win. There's not one female fan who wants Joe Ingles traded. Not Not a single one. I believe that will be difficult to find. I will try to find that (laughs) if I can. Any female fans out there on our app, get on it. And if you think that the Jazz should trade Joe Ingles. Whereas if we opened it up and asked for female fans to get on the app, we would have thousands, hundreds of thousands. They want him on this team. Jacqueline, absolutely keep Joe. He's a winner in so many ways. Exactly. Donna, keep Joe. We can (laughs) win with him. No female fan. If I do find one female fan in all these comments, she's going to be from Jersey. And it doesn't count. (laughs) Got to be from here. Okay. Oh, from here, then then I'm just wasting my time. All the women. Oh, 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 Hope Diggs. Bye, Joe. (laughs) There is one. One outlier. No. Nope. All the women who watch the Olympics in this community. (laughs) I got to find out more about Hope and what her deal is. Love family photo. Got the four kids. Got the golf course. And she's from California. Uh, looks a little Arizona-ish. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't place it for sure. They want Joe. And if you can guarantee a trade that would improve the team to win the title, sure. But it's impossible to do. I think most folks would rather try to win with Joe than risk him leaving. There's never been a player. The statues, they're, they're not connected more than Joe is. It's clear. One guy had zero time for you, couldn't wait to get out. I mean, if he saw fans, he went in the other direction. Joe will walk towards them. True story. Kids play ball. He sat in a car in right field. Seen it with my own eyes. Yep. Another guy, I'll never wear a Jazz uniform again. Oh, must be the summer. (laughs) And Joe, right on the heels of Hayward doing his world tour, who couldn't get out of town fast enough, Joe had things scheduled. Oh, you're going to offer me this and this? I'm good. (laughs) Come on. He's a dream. David says, got to keep him for his trash-talking ways. But he also does good things and is very crafty. Very crafty. Somebody loves the, sh- the slow show-and-go layup. Crafty's another phrase for slow white guy. 
<laughs> but I'll be the one to say it. The slow, <laughs> the slow layup, the show and go. Yeah. yeah, you won't say white, but I mean that's what they're white. saying. <laughs> when you're forced to, when it's obvious, that's what crafty means. It's a euphemism for for saying that. Alex says this is good. The more fired up Joe Ingles is, the better. Maybe he'll be less stagnant at times now. I can buy that. Yeah. Because he said it harsh. It kind of caught me off guard, actually. Yeah, he was clearly irritated. Clearly. If you view that as negative, that's like the first negative thing he's ever said publicly. I don't necessarily view it as negative. I view it as just real emotion. He wants to stay here. His family's here. His life's here. His kids are all in school here. He's across the world, and he hears about a rumor. Who wouldn't be? Who wants to hear your name involved in rumors if you don't want to go anywhere? That's got to be unsettling. I you couldn't imagine. You would not like that. No. What's going on? What's what's their, 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 the truth? And plus, uh, he's on the other side of the world with a time difference. He's got to wake up his agent from bed. Or what? What's, right. what or he yeah. or his phone's buzzing and it's yeah. waking him up. And either yeah. way, yeah. And you're and you're trying to concentrate on doing something for your country that's never been done. And you got to hear that. I get it. Tanner says, well, it pisses me off when he disappears every postseason. But keep him. Tanner, you're <laughs> contradicting yourself. If he's going to disappear in the postseason, improve the team. Well, there was, I didn't think he was terrible in the Clippers series, and I know a lot of people do. I hear it over and over, and Tanner thinks he did. But in Game 5, pivotal Game 5 at home. It's 2-2. He had 12 points, 6 boards, and 6 assists. I don't view that as a terrible game. No, that's a high-level game. I mean, he's a sub. He's a role player. I mean, you had one of your guys who had zeros. Talk about disappeared. He didn't even suit up. And you want to dump somebody who's going to be there for you? Come on. When they were up 2-0 going to L.A., he had 19 points, four boards, and two assists. Hit five of eight from three. Now, they lost the game, and the series starts to swing. I don't see how much more you want out of Joe. Uh, honestly, I thought he was better in the series they lost than he was in the series they won. Honestly? Well, I need you to be honest, League. I don't want you to Thank lie to you. us. Good. <laughs> But you know I do, so I thought I'd better clarify. Okay. <laughs> Earlier, you thought I was lying. Crafty? Come on. They just don't want to use the word white. You know that, DJ? You're lying to me. You weren't lying to me. Well, that was the sin of omission. <laughs> a who of what? The what? Huh? I don't know. What my Catholic friends say, I thought I'd speak your language. Jersey guy. Jeez. Yeah, you just keep my religion out of it, buddy. I keep yours out of it. You keep mine out of it, okay? <laughs> you have brought up mass 5,000 times, but okay, I will. I brought up what? Mass. Talking about, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't care. That's what are you what talking I, about? That's not what I said, and you know it, but nice job. We got to go politics? You want to go politics now? No, we going religion. <laughs> <laughs> Yawks biting his lip in there. Like, this is going to end poorly. We're going to be. What do I want to talk about masks for? I didn't think Joe was the reason 
the Jazz lost that. You spoke from your heart. You were honest. There it is. Of course he wasn't. Well, I don't think anybody is the reason. There's no single reason. No. Multiple guys. On one player. Multiple guys got beat on the perimeter. Uh, You you can add him to that list. That was was a team-wide issue as they gave up 80 points in the I am 100% on board as you win it as a team. It's cliche and contrite, but I believe it, or trite. Uh, Win as a team, team, loses it. Yes. Especially in this game. In this sport, it is a team sport as much as we herald the stars. And as much as the stars have to deliver, it's still a team game. Everybody has their role. The stars have a bigger role, obviously. And they get a ton of credit. Deservedly so. But at the same time, you you need other guys to do their thing. And so Joe didn't... I don't think Joe won or or lost. What did they win? uh, Six games in the postseason? I mean, he's not responsible for any of that. Winning or losing, he's... Partly responsible, but not solely responsible. Nobody is. The connection is so deep that everybody wants him around. Never been a player in my 28 years in this community that has made a connection like Joey I. Connection this deep and maintained it for this long. Never. No one. Because he's already been here longer than Hornacek. And that's the next best example for a beloved guy, Jeff Hornacek. If they announced Jeff Hornacek was signing autographs before the game, obviously he's working in the NBA's on the Rockets bench last season, but my gosh, how long would that line be? Even to this day. Oh, yeah. The loyalty to Jeff is huge. Yeah. And there's been others. I mean, you got to put big dog Antoine Carr on that list. Very popular. Yeah. It's for a shorter span of time. And if he would have been asked uh, to do a radio show, maybe he would have done it every week, religiously, as as Joe has done. It's not a bad uh, shout-out right there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that anybody asked him, but uh, he probably would have done it. He He loved give and take. Very personable guy. Loved to... Sitting by the locker yeah. with the glasses on because yeah. he had an eye injury and that direct light always bugged his eye. Yeah. But yeah, he would sit there and wait. If you wanted to talk to him, just go over there. He, right. wasn't, he wasn't hiding out in the training room. No. Very if you didn't want to talk to him, well, then he just sat there and whatever. Very friendly dude. Very open. Very warm. Memito Kerr. Occur, just a heart of gold. Yeah, been around him. Before our time, but Adrian Danley has a lot of loyal fans in this town. And I know there was, you know, conflict at the time, and we all heard about that. We got here long after he was gone. Yeah, I don't know anything. But but a ton of loyalty to AD among the fan base that's old enough to remember him. I mean, I remember him as a player, but I sure. was not living in here and never even contemplated in my life that I would live here at that time. Uh, so there's something to be said. Unless you can get a slam dunker, just a, just a no 100% brainer trade. And he's only got this next year, so actually you, you can let him go. I don't, I don't think people would be that upset 
if he wasn't re-signed, especially if he showed slippage this season, this upcoming season, because this is his last year, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, fourteen million for this year. That's a little bit of the Conley situation. You're way over. If you let him walk, do you just lose that money? And how do you replace him? So they didn't trade him now, but could it happen later? I think he even made it. I have to go back and listen. But I think he even made a joke about that. I mean, he referenced this like a year ago with us. You bring I mean, that up a lot. He knows. Everybody knows. How is he any different than anybody else? Who doesn't So know? was it just the timing then that irritated him the most? Or the fact it really came to this? I guess it's a shock when it happens, no matter what. Even if you know. Well, I think the fact that you're in uh, up to your eyeballs trying to win a medal for your country and all that stuff, and yeah. we know how important that is to him. He's voiced that. Let's think about Joe. He's, he's authentic that way. He'll tell you. And so... It meant something to him, and then people are bugging him, and he's in Tokyo. He's not at home. He's out of his comfort zone, and you know who, who knows what the protocols were there as far as uh, was he just basically going to the gym and sitting in a little room, and so uh, probably the, the, probably a sense of timing, and that's when the timing is. Obviously, these things heat up uh, a week after the season, and then you know they start the free agency, and then a week after that, those things can be announced. And the way the timing was this year, uh, because of all the shifting of schedules and all, it came right where he's in the middle. But also, too, you know, it, you would think that, and I've never been involved in this, then, and you know, I never will. That I'll probably let be let go at some point, and that will hurt. Uh, but you can't say, well, somebody else wants you. Okay, but is that is that what you're thinking at the time? I think for most people, the answer is probably no. For a few, maybe they can tell themselves that. Yeah, I'm, you view it as being let go, and we all know in the last couple of years, people who've been let go, and it stings, man. It hurts really bad. Fortunately for us, we haven't been let go, but we know others here and many others around whatever business it might be in our community or in our extended family and other communities. And uh, we feel for these people. Uh, The newspaper business, guys, a guy like Dirk Facer, who'd been there, was an institution and given everything he had to the Deseret News and then one day they bring him in and it's done it's like it's a crushing crushing blow you feel so bad for those people and every single one of us here and people who are listening can relate to that either personally or you know of someone in your family or close friend or whoever it might be a ward member whatever it might be a neighbor and it just hurts man so I can imagine, that's all I can do. I can't put myself into those shoes at all. He's thinking, wow, these guys don't want me anymore? And I've given everything I have. And I'm saying generally, I'm not talking about Joe specifically, because he's not let go. He's still here. So he's, his case doesn't apply. He's still here. No, an integral totally, part of the team. But I don't think it's totally off base. I think he felt some of those things when he heard the rumors. To a degree. Right. But he yeah. didn't have the finality well, of it. Right, happening. but the the reality of it is right. he's here, and he's not going anywhere. And Ryan Smith tweeted out or retweeted, somebody said about, uh, what was it, uh, rotation guys or something, and 
I I've, go. You can go look at it. And you you guys spend all the time on Twitter. And he said something about, well, what about Joe Ingles? You know, like you're forgetting about Joe. So clearly they understand his value uh, that he brings. But maybe even having your name mentioned, particularly when you're a married man within the community, uh, and it's just not that hard. I mean, it is just not that easy, I should say, to just pick up and move. Because there's so much more involved. It's not, it's not even close to about you. It's about all this other stuff. So a remarkable connection that he's made, and it's twofold. It's on his ability to get better because he had to work himself into a player, and he did. That's what's awesome about it. You know, the rags to riches story of not making it and then barely making it and then actually being an integral part of a team that has the best record in the league, no less. And you saw him get better, plus his willingness to be open and tell you about his community and the stuff he's done with the autism when his son got diagnosed. He couldn't have been more open about it. And... Just the, the connection is just unreal. The only way I trade him, and it's not me to make the decision by any stretch, if if I just absolutely know I've got to make this move. If they, if they if it comes to that, then I'm all for it. I have read, and I guess we'd have to talk to more athletes who are traded to get a broader perspective. But I have read of people who say, "Well, tell me who I'm traded for," and that comes down to your slam dunk thing. When they find out there's a star's name on the other end. Hey, to get that, who wouldn't to trade to get that person? And it establishes more value for the player who's being traded. When they find out they were traded for somebody who's, uh, you know. So Barkley is, was traded for Hornacek. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So if you're one of the Suns guys, you're like, well, yeah, they wanted Barkley. Now, I don't think Jeff was happy about it. Oh, I know he I think, wasn't. Right. But it makes it easier to understand. And they traded, Suns traded Dan Marley, and he was crushed. And they traded him for Hot Rod John Williams or something. And just, just an awful trade. That would be crushing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be harder to be traded for that for him than for Barkley? Yeah, that's a no-brainer. You're going to get Barkley in the prime of his career, and he goes on and leads you to the finals and has an MVP season, probably his best season he had in an, in an illustrious Hall of Fame career. Yeah, I suppose you could accept that as, as much as it was a personal blow. I get it. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Coming up, we're talking with Matt George, host of the Locked On Kings podcast about Hassan Whiteside, the transition from Sacramento to Utah. Are his numbers going to look like last year, or is he going to have a bounce back year and look more like the numbers from two or three years ago? We'll talk with him coming up in 20 minutes. Got another question. Got a uh, kind of a one of a kind event coming up. We will get to that and see if you think that's a good idea. We'll do that next. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Let's talk some Utah football. Joining us, Van Fillinger. Obviously, a weird year last year. You play five games and you, you participated in all those five games for Utah. For that being your freshman year, you're probably finding out what the real experience of being a college football player <laughs> yeah. is like this year. Yeah, it was really weird last year, honestly. And the thing is, is like it's not completely back to normal yet. We still wear masks in the facility, so it's definitely better than it was last year. But it was real weird last year. I mean, no fans or anything at the games and. You know, I'm a big, uh, like, I feed off the energy that the fans bring and stuff, so I'm real excited to get after it this year and have a full stadium. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness right here on the Zone Sports Network. Major League Baseball has a game between the Yankees and the White Sox on the Field of Dreams site. How cool is it? Play a game at the side of the greatest sports movie of all time. Absolutely awesome. And make no mistake, this is the greatest sports movie. There is not a better movie. This is the top 10 movie of all time. Anybody who disagrees, you just need to get a clue. And I'm here to give you a clue. I'm only going to charge a nickel for that clue if you need to purchase one. But this is so obvious. Jim says, cool place, but not the same field. They built the new field in the South. I was there a year ago. The employees at Field of Dreams said security was tight, and they knew what was going on, but they couldn't tell. Guess why I said sight. It's out there beyond the corn and left field. It's close enough. It is. I mean, that's like saying, you know, Yankee Stadium. It's not really Yankee Stadium anymore because they moved it. They did. Yeah. It's not. Babe didn't stand on that patch of grass in right field. <laughs> Steve will argue with you. Steve says, wait, you said a game on the Field of Dreams site, and then you said the greatest sports movie of all time, so I'm confused. Are they going to play the game on the Sandlot or not? No. Bob, wrong. The Sandlot is the greatest sports movie no, of all not. time. No, it is not. It is Man, not. The Sandlot. Does the Sandlot move you emotionally <laughs> the way Field of Dreams moved you emotionally? No. No, no, no. It's not even close. And it's not even Even close. close. Get out of town right now. I will pick you up and export you. Katie, bar the door. I say open the door and get the crap out. And stay out. Going to a new site, doing something different, trying to do something special. Add a little juice to a long regular season. NHL's done it with their stadium series, those New Year's Day winter classic things they play. Try to do something different. This is a once in a lifetime experience. Well, what if they do it again next year? For the people who are there. And it's the first time. I mean, the second time when you hear when you hear Dream Team, who do you think of? The 2021 Olympic team? No. (laughs) Wake up. You can only have a once, once. Matt says, I've never been there, but I enjoyed the movie. It's going to be an amazing experience, an exciting game to watch. Very cool. Jason says, I served a mission in Iowa, and I visited Field of Dreams twice. It's a cool place. Of course it is. It's hollowed sacred ground. That might be a little over the top. Hallowed Yeah, because you, you haven't ground. been in that situation. So I get you wouldn't understand it. <laughs> okay. I, I could bring up examples, but they'd be too personal to relate to. He's driving in there and he's uh, dr- uh, with uh, James Earl Jones and he's mm-hmm. talking about 
how he made it back for the funeral because they had a the father son had a spat and they were separated. It's all sorts of stuff that ring true to so many people. And they didn't talk for a number of years. And he missed out. He got it back for the funeral. And so when you're growing up, you look at it from the son perspective, but then you get older and you look at it from from the the father father perspective. perspective. And Sandlot didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of guys going, oh, well, what about the first kiss on the deck? Back off, guys. Yeah. And worried about balls going over. And interestingly, James Earl Jones was in both. The big dog. Kevin says, I think this is one of the coolest ideas in sports history. I agree. What are the other coolest ideas in sports history? Nothing compares. I'll let you figure that out. Robert says, I think it's uh, all right. I hope they play a good game and not just a home run derby. Ah, the game's the game. How about playing a game at uh, the? They played them at Williamsport. Yeah, they played a major league game there. They've done that a little bit. Trying to capture a little of the magic. I've been to Williamsport, played on that field with the little leaguers around, and that's this time of year here. As we watch the parents cheer, my son's going to make it. No, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) So the field was too small, so they had to set it up. And Dwyer Brown is the guy who played the dad. And they brought him back, and they brought uh, Costner back. Mm -hmm. And he said, it's really spectacular. I was really getting teared up. What sports movie? Makes you tear up? If not sob. And then at the end, after all the credits, it says, for our parents. Come on. If your dad is gone and you played catch with him and now he's not around, it rings even deeper. 30 years after the movie was released, it goes even deeper. Troy says it seems like a desperate move to get more viewers. Troy's an idiot. (laughs) Troy, you are very cynical desperate move it's a genius move to capture the essence and the beauty of the sport fritz goes the other way he says i love the movie but i think playing a game there is dumb i think you're dumb (laughs) (laughs) nah 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 wake up people this is a brilliant idea Connecting generations. And you people, of all people, you love the connection with the dead to the living. That's what we had in Field of Dreams. It's basically like doing family history. This is right up your power alley. See what I did there? Look at you mixing metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't want to point it out. You don't let people savor it. Power alley. It's pretty obvious. I mean, I didn't think people need that joke explained to them. It wasn't a joke. I get it. So it didn't need to be explained. But it's not a joke. Okay, not a joke. But you know what I'm getting at. It is a connection from beyond to now. You guys got a whole thing over here doing this stuff. Well, not just there. There's... And that's what you build these big edifices on for, I'm checking, right? I'm checking ticket prices right now. Come on. One pair, $4,000. One pair, $7,000. A four-pack, $18,000. I bought a four-pack. I'm leaving right after the show. 
You use DJ's credit card, right? <laughs> and, and he has access to the Huntsman jet. He's been yeah. on it. I haven't. <laughs> it's a good point. Have to play your cards right. <laughs> One day. Well, yeah. Another word. Uh, play your cards right. Another phrase for sucking up, which I'm not very good at. Oh, you're better than you think. This you say is just a genius idea. Whoever thought of this, give them a raise. DJ and PK, hit us up on uh, Twitter. Use your phone, use our app, use the open mic feature. What do you think of baseball at the Field of Dreams? Name me a, a better sports movie scene than. Dad, you want to have a catch? Name me a better sports movie scene. There is never one that has been filmed and created ever. Ever, 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 ever. No. Rocky. On the beach. Rocky. There's the Rocky montage. <laughs> Which Rocky? Rocky 42 multiple, or 107? I don't know. Rocky on the beach. Was that Rocky 3 or 4? I don't on know. On the beach, was. I believe it was 4. Who knows? And if you no, know, on the beach is 3. If you know it, you're a nerd. The Russian montage is 4. <laughs> The Russian montage. That was like a cartoon, dude. You can't even say that with a straight face. Okay, come on. What about Rudy? What about Rudy? Being carried off the field. Yeah, people definitely tear up at that. I Not not to your father. PK, one of my best friends in the entire world watches that movie and tears up every time. (laughs) Really, every time. Because he's soft. (laughs) He is a little soft. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Rudy, but it doesn't compare to this. How many sports movies have won an Oscar? Give it to the original. Oh, F the, the original Rocky. Who cares about Oscars? Hollywood people honoring themselves. That's fresh. What about that time when Burt Reynolds threw that football? That's Uncle Rico. What are you talking about? Over them there, that mountain? No, I hit the linebacker right in the boys. Brought him down. The prison guard. Oh, longest yard. Mm-hmm. Dumb. I like the Adam Sandler remake. When we come back, Mad George, Hassan Whiteside. How much has he got left in the tank? How good can he be for the Jazz? What happened in Sacramento a year ago? We'll get answers to those questions next. Stay with us.